welcome back, brother. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you allowing me to come back on, man. I have a ball when I'm, when I'm with you, man. It's just, it's, I have a great time. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. If Florida Weird need a flow, I love it, man. I get amped up, man, from your energy. So last time we left off at operating in spirituality versus exercising in religious beliefs. And I'm just going to toss the ball to you and let you flow how you flow. Okay. Well, basically, if you're talking about operating in spirituality, spirituality, the, the biggest difference is a lot of us, you know, we, we have our religious backgrounds that we come from various states and various places, various teachings. And we get that through the teaching and upbringing, most of us from our parents or grandparents or whoever we lived with as we grew up. And we are we don't know any of anything else. We're not taught anything else. So we just kind of adapt what we are taught and what we're led to believe. The thing is, is that we're basically, in most cases, we're taught processes of how we are to, we're taught about what box God belongs into or or, or whoever it is that you were serving the source. We're taught about the box that they operate in. And because of that box, there's a certain way you approach that box. And either you, you know, based upon where your religious background may have come from, you may have access to go directly to the box or you might have to go through a mediator and, and and have them to pass the word on to the box or have some angel put you on hold, say, well, let me check with God and, and get back to you. But the thing I'm getting at, those are different processes. This we, we say, OK, well, this is how it's done and this is what we believe and this is how we see it. And in many cases, a lot of a lot of people who are seeing things from a religious perspective, they say, well, their way is the only way. And and the thing is, is that even though we might not have any officially proclaimed Bible books or scriptures or what have you, you know, I believe the Bible is still being written, even though we're not seeing it in paper form necessarily. But the thing is, we have our religious processes that we go through. And these are the steps we take. Some people say, well, you don't walk into the Lord's house or whatever without with, you know, with your shoes on or or when you go, you you know, you when you go to pray, you get on your knees or 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 you lay straight out on the floor or however you may do it to get into the most humblest position. You know, there's a lot of different practices that are are, are done based upon people's understanding of the process of serving who they serve as God. That's their religious practice. So but when you start looking into you start, you may get an inner nudge or urge saying, OK, I get this. And, I, you know, I understand that this is how we do it. But it's like, OK, well, why do we do it this way? Or, you know, and and I know for me, it was more so of I'm fine with everything I've learned. But why is it that my faith, which we're taught faith, I'm like, why is mine not working for me and other people who may not even believe what I believe is working for them. I'm like, what's what's up? It's like the whole world can't be Satan worships, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so, 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 I, I, you know, and I say that facetiously, you know, and like I said, I, I, I don't judge anybody about the no. religious again, but at the same token, I said, okay, well, you know, uh, I, I used to know, 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 uh, watch it. Watch a man he, you know that, that you see drinking uh, back in the, in the days, and and he was put a whole fish in the mouth with bones and everything in it, and and he though he was intoxicated, he would never get choked off a fish bone because he learned the art of eating the meat and spitting out the bones. Mm. So mm. I went a meat search, <laughs> and the meat I went searching for was truth, mm. um, and, and that truth 
being the meat. I said, well, anything that, that that doesn't align with what I believe was going to take me out of the scope of my religious beliefs and what I believe in how I should be worshiping God, I am going to just spit the bones out. I don't have to let that become my truth. So mm-hmm. uh, because if I understand it correctly, as a man thinketh, so is he and a woman included as she thinketh. What we think about and where our thoughts go is going to be the foundation and the crux of what we create in our experience. And that's very difficult for a lot of people to believe because they have these baked in realities that they see the world and say, well, hey, this is just how things are. And this is a fact of life. And that's where I got to hit that is that so and say, Carl Young, y'all heard me quote it, until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will direct your life. And you will call it fate until the unconscious becomes conscious. It will direct your life and you will call it fate. That's it. I want to ask you something, brother. I, I found this quote by Desmond Tutu, and I believe that it actually hits on some of the points that we emphasize in here indirectly. He said, when the missionaries came to Africa, they had the Bible. We had the land. They said, let us pray. We closed our eyes. When we opened them, we had the Bible and they had the land. Hmm. <laughs> now, now, let's chop this down for just a second. And I believe that this is in alignment with what we're talking about because y'all have heard it before. Going to church makes me a, if I'm going to a Christian church, that makes me a Christian. No more than standing in my garage makes me a Cadillac. <laughs> There's a difference between the religious practice and what I believe, because my belief, again, the religion is the process. Spirituality, though, that's 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 this is where my my beliefs, the core of my beliefs come from, the spirit and understanding how that spirit operates and manifests. Again, the mysteries of that spirit is something I've been into since I was a child. And so there's a difference between the two. Don't don't believe that just somebody puts a title on themselves and calls themselves religious. That's actually what they believe. Because we know that if you look at the history, those who do not remember the past, I them to repeat it. When you look at the history, we see that with Team, when he created the Pope, that there was a merger of church and state. And it was at that moment that people begin to become charlatans because you could not hold any power unless you yourself became a Christian. Ergo, the pattern of people pretending to be in that belief or that faith so that they can have capital with the people. Understand a true believer versus the charlatans that's out there. Understand a true believer, someone who actually believes. It doesn't mean that they perf- that, that they practice perfectly because we only know that, that, that we'll never be at that state of perfection. Perfection is the belief that you have to change something about yourself in order to belong. It's not about trying to be perfect. It's about practicing perfectly what it is that you truly believe. That's the goal. And those of us who actually believe, we can see through the people who pretend like windows. And so it's not that, and I, and I mentioned this because this is a big, you know, we talk about something serious. This is a heavy, you know, this quote is a heavy, heavy statement because People have used this quote as to as the reason why they stay away from the church. You know, why would I look, look what, you know, these people who introduced us supposedly to this. But that's where you got to go beyond religion. You got to understand that God didn't create religion. Man created religion. God is spirit. God is essence. God is the air. God is the earth. God is the cosmos. 
and you are a mini creation of that. How do you know? Look up any science book and they'll tell you, well, not any science book, but the right science book will tell you that your skeletal structure is made up of stardust. You were born to shine. You have the cosmos, the code of the cosmos hidden inside of you. You have God consciousness inside of you. The same consciousness that connects you to flow where you are in flow. And when you realize that you are in flow, you realize that you can see people who are also in flow because even though you may not be using the same words or verbiage, you see the code that they're operating on and you understand that they operate on that same code that you done tapped into. And you know damn well how hard it was for you to operate and work and lean into your discomfort for you even to be aware of this code. So, you know, there ain't no, I'm going to pick up a book and mm, I got it. No, you ain't got nothing. All you have is knowledge. So you have a library. What good is a book if it stays on the shelf? That's where understanding has to come in. Because again, understanding is a combination of understanding, taking your understanding because you stand none of the truth. You're still not living in the truth. So, but we have a basis for what reality is. And so we have an understanding of the truth. And then you take your gain insights through experiences over the time. Again, spirit and ego communicating back and forth to each other. And then you combine that into an integration, your wisdom, your knowledge into an integration, uh, integrating it into a daily practice and then living in that truth. And then you just collect more and more truths, more and more of your truth as you walk the path that is right for you or your path of righteousness. Because we know to be whole is to be holy. And we know that in in mental health, especially if you're dealing with something like internal family systems, when we talk about what is the healing process, to heal is to be whole, to reintegrate, to bring these rejected parts that we have shamed ourselves or attached shame to because we didn't understand, we push those into the shadows. We heal when we reintegrate or when we become whole again, because to be whole is to heal and to heal is to be holy. You see how these you see the, the the energy, if you can get just beyond the words, because words are the most basic and in simplest form of of energy. It's 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 extremely difficult to understand spirit in word because it's like trying to put a C in a mug. There was an acronym for growing up, and I'm only using this to to you know bring bring it back home. But there's an acronym that I was taught by my parents, that the Bible stood for basic instructions before leaving earth. <laughs> basic, very basic. It says, reap, you reap what you sow. Okay, well, I mean, okay, that's, that's, that's great. Thank you for explaining that to us. But like, how am I supposed to use that? Or it, but then you see, you understand the reaping and the sowing. If you go deep enough, you'll understand it. And then you'll see, oh, when I go over here, these people, they, they practice Buddhism and they talking about this thing called karma. And it sounds exactly the same. And then you go over here to this this other area and and you are in your college class. And then you hear about Sir Isaac Newton saying that for every action is an equal and opposite reaction. And you understand that you've tapped into some code because it is present everywhere. Omnipresent. And when you sense that omnipresence via that code that you're looking at, now you've tapped into God consciousness. Now you've tapped into what I call a universal law. Some years ago, they created the book called The Secret. I bought that book and said, this ain't no damn secret. This is everything I learned growing up. <laughs> this ain't no secret to me. This, this, this is the rave. This is, this is what people are going to Oprah for. <laughs> I saw, I said, this is a great marketing though. They took one or two principles, spirit. <laughs> You know, biblical principles, spiritual principles, 
and then created a phenomenon. It's delivery, marketing, you know, same principles, but dress it in a way that people don't have this natural aversion to it. Because again, we have these unconscious biases that didn't block us from truth because we want to judge everything. But that's what we also have to understand. I'm going to bring you in on this too, after I say this, but that's where we have to understand that ego has limitations. It's limited to understanding this physical plane and how to operate in this physical plane. When you apply ego to things that are spirit, such as understanding why certain interactions with other individuals, other energetic bodies happen the way that they happen. Ego doesn't understand that. It only judges things very binary, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, right, wrong, right, wrong, very binary. We are multidimensional beings. And so when you, when you move into spirit, you have to leave ego behind and tap into your inner source, your inner guide. You have to move from head to heart. And the ego will resist unless you give it a good reason as to why it should relinquish control. And so that's why you got to tap into your inner guide, because if you don't have a reason, you're going to go down the same neural pathways that you've always gone down or do the same, have the same familiar thoughts that you've always had, therefore creating the same familiar experiences that you've always had and experiencing those same familiar emotions that you've always had. Brother, come on in here, man. Come, come jump, jump on in here, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you were laying some major truth there, and, and and I agree with everything that you were saying. As I as I'm, I'm listening to you, and I, I'm thinking, you know, thoughts come to mind as you're saying and expressing different things and talking about the, the spirit of things. And when we, whenever we look at at the religious beliefs and or the religious perspective and the spirituality perspective, the biggest difference, you know, there's a lot of definitions that people have out there for spirituality, but how I see it and how I express it in contrast, I see religion as the process of how we worship and serve, you know, our source. But I look at spirituality as not a process, but a state of being. So that is a big portion of understanding the difference between religion and spirituality is that religion is a process or a practice, while spirituality is a state. It's a state of being. And that state of being is vast and it covers the area, you know, a lot of times people throw out the term mindset. And I think mindset is such a, a very small portion of things. It's, just a, it's like a, a, a small P in, in, in a, in a bucket of peas, if you will. It's just a small piece. You know, I always thought to me, mindset was just positive thinking. You know, when I was growing up, you know, that's what mindset was. You know, have got to have a good mindset. You got to think positive. Got to think, you know, but thinking positive is not even a spirituality type of thing because you can think positive about your physical self and, and, and you can think positive about your capacity to execute plans. And, you know, confidence is great and it's help, it's helpful. But when you are solely dependent upon your knowledge and your experience and your physical abilities to do things based upon your level of understanding of what should be done and logic and past experiences, there are limitations that are going to come about. There are going to be challenges that come up that you come across that you are just not smart enough to figure out how to surpass or how to overcome. Is that um, so? Yes. When, I, when I'm talking to my own clients and I'm explaining to them how, you know, they spend all of their energy efforting and trying to force that square peg through that round hole, because it's like, I know it should fit and I'm not quite sure how to make it fit. So I'm just going to 
force it till it gets through. And they may tear something up along the way. <laughs> but oh. the thing is, when we have our plans and, and we are looking at you, whoever, whoever has a course that's out or we're going to YouTube or and learning you know, how the steps to do this and steps to do that. And we get to practicing and it don't work as easy as what they said it was going to work. It's like, why is it if, if these are truly the steps, why come it's not just so simple? Why come when I just go to do that, it just don't fall in place. Man. And the thing is, is that, like I said, spirit never changes, but form does. And on the surface of our experiences, there's always changes taking place. And those changes are going to shift based upon your personal state of, uh, of how you look at things and how you perceive yourself as you're approaching them. So one thing that might be a challenge for another person might be a piece of cake for you. That's why we have our own individual gifts and things, because we see ourselves differently in the things that we thrive in. And we see ourselves weak in the areas where we struggle. Mm. So, so when we are understanding, it's not about the physicality of our, our ourselves, but the spirituality of ourselves. And we are not so much focused on our process, but we're sp- focused on the state. So when 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 we want to accomplish something, when we want to have a personal experience in our lives, you know, we basically you know we make some type of plans and we try to hold on to those plans until they take form. But in spirit, when God wants something, he becomes that form. The so, physical. Oh, go ahead. Go exactly. ahead. I'm sorry. You know, no, you know, you, you're perfectly fine. But I was just saying that the, the thing about that is being come, becoming that form, understanding that we are spirit beings. We can take on that form. So, well, you might have somebody, they can, somebody can say the same exact words and they can say, I'm prosper. But if they're not believing that in their spirit and they haven't practiced that, it's just a statement, especially, you know, you have some people out there say, yeah, I got a, a billion dollar idea and I've been gathering information. I'm still gathering information. You know, I, I, I talked with someone yesterday and we kind of, you know, you know, they were always talking about the duality. I'm like, look, you got to bring them dualities in the one. You got to have one focus. There's no duality in spirit. Truth is truth. And it's going to align. And when you follow that, that, that truth and that inner guidance, it's going to always guide you towards your higher, greater good. So Makes you're not going to confusion. Yeah, you're not going to be caught in that overwhelm and confusion of, you know, you know what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do and I'm stuck. God, yeah, it's so not the other confusion. I cannot move forward. But the thing is, you know, I, I even for myself, when I started investing in high level coaches and stuff like that to learn some things that I wasn't figuring out necessarily on my own, I started to realize relatively quickly that the, the 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 state that they were operating in was a different state than I was operating in at that time. And it wasn't just about doing the things. They're like, yeah, they can hand you the plan, but what's going to happen when you have this roadmap and you're going down that road and you meet that, you find that big crater in the highway. I mean, <clears throat> and, and, and then the roadmap that you've been given which was based upon that story, you know, that road may be closed off or whatever have you. So you got this road map. There's no detours on the map. GPS isn't working for you because you're not tapped into that inner GPS. And there's nobody that you can call who can tell you how to get beyond that crater because they're on a different path. Seek not the path to truth, but rather to seek to find the truth on your path. Seek not the path to God, but rather seek to see God on your path. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And when you can tap into that inner GPS, when you tap into God and make that connection through your spiritual state of being and your conscious awareness of his omnipresence and his vast source of knowledge 
past, present, future, and omnipresence. When you can tap into that, you have you you don't have to be caught up in the how because when you try to limit your destination to a specific path, then you cut off all of the alternatives that God or the universe could deliver to you that will make it. You said it has to happen this way. Now, if your goal is to make $100,000, I mean, as long as it's, 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 it's legal, you know, it doesn't matter how you make it. If that is that if that's your end goal, it doesn't matter how you make it as long as it's legal and it's not going to hurt anybody else. And it's for the higher good. But if you said I want a hundred thousand dollars and it's got to come down this path right here and no other path. And, and, and I'm just focused on that. And you are detached from your inner guidance, which may have said, that's not the way. Make a left hit at <laughs> the next exit. And, and, and when you're not tapped into that inner guidance, you're going to continue down the path seeing your only way. And you're going to run into craters that you may not know how to get past. Now, occasionally you may run into something that m- may be on the right path. But even when you get to the right path, down to that right path, and you hit that crater and there's no one you can call externally and there's no detours that you can see on the map. That's when your inner guidance will teach you something like you taught a Tesla, you know, or, 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 or uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln or Benjamin Franklin or whoever. The different inventors. I know Abraham wasn't a vendor, but you know what I'm saying? My point is I'm getting at is that you will get some insight that will allow you to elevate. And you may be elevating your mind, but that elevation of mind will elevate your physicality and take you over that crater and set you firmly on the other side when you could not see it through your natural eyes. But if you were able to see that end destination clearly with clarity and specificity, you, I mean, your source has to deliver. I mean, he designed it that way. Exactly. Wherever attention goes, energy flows and everything consists of energy, you know, and 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 there were several points that you that you made that I wanted to highlight. But one of them is the physical is a manifestation of spiritual truths is what I what I say. And if we can understand that if a person decides to go on a, a big weight loss journey, you know, or a getting healthy journey, they look in the mirror. They know they're going to see all the result of all of their past choices. But they also have to envision their current choice and they have to envision that current choice and then respond to that current choice until the physical catches up to that current choice via them operating as a healthy person. You see, physical form takes place last. It happens energetically first. You have to experience the experience in order to experience. It says in my faith, and again, only using it as a principle here, but it says in my faith that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. You see that fervent effectual, that means this emotional outcry, because when you are using your emotions, you know you're in there. You know you're truly experiencing it. Those emotions allow you, it's energy in motion. It allows you to have a full experience. And that's when you activate. That's how you use you use your emotions. You use your visualizations and your emotions to calibrate your system towards the destination that you've chosen, the experience that you've chosen for yourself. And along with that, you allow yourself to stay there. The more you calibrate your energetic core to invite in that experience. That's why visualizations, affirmations, journaling to deal with the subconscious and other things. That's why these are healing tools. Because it requires intentionality. Intentionality is the 
matrix of transformational change. Intentionality is the mother that gives birth to transformational change because you're only going to be intentional towards something that you consider to be real. So whenever you move in intention, you are making a universal statement that this is what's true for me. Yes, sir. And then only it's it's only a matter of cause and effect at that point. It's only a matter of how much can you calibrate, how much can you saturate yourself in that energy before it collapses from the metaphysical into the physical plane, because that's where it exists. These possibilities, endless possibilities exist in the metaphysical, what they call the quantum field. But just like raindrops, when it gets heavy enough, it falls down to the earth. So when you stare at your vision long enough, because wherever attention goes, energy flows and anything that exists in isness is created by energy. It's, it's, it consists of energy. The longer you stare at that vision, the denser it becomes. And then it becomes so dense that it can't stay in the quantum anymore. It has. It must collapse because the physical is a manifestation of spiritual truths. Brother. Yes, sir. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.